Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect. Um, last week, I citrus to grapefruit. What does that mean? I zested it. You you just said citrus, though. I did say citrus, but I meant zested. It's okay. <laughs> and I made a bunch of Negronis <laughs> for a party that I had. And they were great. Yeah, they were very good. There. Did yeah. you both have the house Negroni? I did. No, I lo- I, MJ told me not to, to get the Negroni. Oh! <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> MJ's going around town saying that the batch Negronis I made two months ago for Jay's birthday party are good. I think they were good. I, I think she's wrong. Well, um, you know, I think we've got to call her up <laughs> and sort of we're going to call her later on the show and just sort of get the 414 on what mm. happened with the batch Negroni. But um, I'm joined as always by uh, well, not as always because he's a freelancer. <laughs> But I'm joined today by Will Whitworth, freelance sidekick. Will, how's it going? What's up? But um, I'm also joined by that iconic laugh that everybody knows and loves. Mm. It's Rainy Toll, and she's here to say, "I think I'm the best. I think uh, I think I'm the." <laughs> <laughs> Off to a flaming start. Rainy, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I truly do believe that I'm your number one fan. <gasps> the, this podcast. Rainy. Yeah. That's very sweet. Well, and you. it's nice of you to say that because I obsessively read the YouTube comments. By the way, side note, Miles, you should give me access to the YouTube channel so I can just read the comments more easily. That would be nice. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> but because um, I worry that you'd start repo- repo- I would No, 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 no. You're no, no, sort no, of going to no. go off. I wouldn't do any of that. <laughs> because unlike the... <laughs> because this feels like lower stakes read the comments. the other shit that we do. I just want to read yeah. the comments. and I want to see yeah. all the new comments but anyway all i see in the comments is people being like you gotta have rainy on the show rainy, of course rainy on the yeah show. common request was rainy on the show probably the uh, most common that's probably um, because uh rainy you also work at the place we work yeah, yeah. No. unnamed oh we'll bleep it we don't need to name it <laughs> <laughs> not a bleep there's a bleep somewhere in the soundboard but i'm not quite sure where it is but um uh yeah but yeah i would say like i i would say i was the number one fan but i was thinking about it and I think I've told you this. Every Wednesday I come in and it's like I missed a Game of Thrones episode last <laughs> night. Like everybody, I'm like, mm-hmm. do not spoil this. They're like, Will said some crazy shit. Just be aware. Yeah. Be yeah. aware for the last five There's minutes. There's a lot of that. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of that. Will's saying some shit. They're like, I think Will's not in the office because he's embarrassed about I kissing. like to work from home on Wednesdays and the running theory is that yeah. uh, it's because I'm afraid <laughs> to talk about what I've said on Perfect Person. Uh, Rainy, you are sort of, uh, I would say you're, mm, is this true? You're my youngest friend. You're and, sort of the yeah. Gen Z reporter mm-hmm. reporting me live. What's up on TikTok? Yeah. Well, I was just saying, like, I went to your birthday party and I was like, mm. this is the oldest party I've been to other than like my mom's <laughs> friends. Wow. 
The oldest wow. party I've Such been to. Such a low-key diss. Such no. an you had charcuterie. We did. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you guys, you and your and Sarah met at a charcuterie sort of snack table. So we did. It's always going to be there when yeah. you guys have a party. That's yeah. damn right. Uh, yeah. We did meet near a snack table. And, and snacks to our key to your relationship. Everybody knows the story. Everybody knows. I kind of close story. Well, we met at a snack table and I said, um, hey, you're a little snack monkey, which in retrospect is an inappropriate thing to say. <laughs> but, but she thought it was funny. She thought it was funny. And, uh, and it worked out. And she we're married and we're having a child. <laughs> uh, I think the other thing that you should probably talk about is yeah. that this is the first episode in a new new setting oh and we gosh. haven't even addressed it. Yeah. By the way, and every time I come in and I'm like, I have a bullet list of stuff I got to talk about at the top of the episode and I forget it almost every episode. So <laughs> like the show and subscribe it. And if you like the show, you, you know, the most helpful thing you could possibly do is to tell your friends about it and yeah. subscribe and turn on automatic downloads and or subscribe to the channel. Pester your friends <laughs> to engage with this content. We've got more. So we're moving into this new studio, right? Um, uh, I'm sort of like prepping for, okay, I'm going to have a baby. Obviously, when I have a baby, I can't be like having Will come over cackling stoned as hell like well, doing a podcast episode. The baby's going to wake up. So I was like, let's move the show into uh, a little studio. A friend of mine had bought a house and she had a little back area open up. So we rented out this incredible little space yeah, that really I'm dubbing is. Perfect Corp. No, I don't know. Working title. Okay. We, yeah, let's <laughs> workshop that. Let's workshop what that. What should we call it? What do we call the people who listen to this show as well? I think you call them PP. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect persons. Per, yeah, perfect I person. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think we could crowdsource the name of the fandom. Yeah. Um, but drop a comment below. Yeah, yeah. Comment below or tweet to me if you're listening to the audio version. Um, what should we call the people who listen to this show? Yeah. Yeah. Like perfect people kind of works, but I feel like there's a better name and I think the fans are going to figure it out. But yeah. I would say as far as the studio goes, you could just call it the garage. Uh, I was like thinking Mark Marin, you know, Mark Marin brings people to his garage. Oh, yeah. I would say I'm yeah. the modern day Mark Marin. <laughs> I'm the Gen Z Ira Glass. Yeah. And I'm not Gen Z. <laughs> but and you don't do any sort of scripted podcast. <laughs> this is all just like fly by the seat of your pants bullshit. Yeah. I've considered this show to be as impactful and as researched as Ira Glass yeah. is This American Love. I agree. Didn't Ira Glass give you like a compliment? Oh, I performed at one point um, comedy in front of Ira Glass. Right. And, um, I, and I was funny. And like the audience liked it. It yeah. was like, I did well. And that was a big moment for me. He yeah. didn't say anything to me. Oh, okay. He was so ashamed. But <laughs> I'm sure he remembers it for sure. Yeah, he probably Easy. does. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was, he's like, man, that comedy show was really good. The tall guy with the big nose <laughs> looks, he was funny. But anyway, Rainy, um, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I will say the only thing that I do have a qualm with is now I'm not going to get a new episode. Mm. So I think you might have to do uh, one just for me. Sometimes. Just you two after this, just oh, for me. Oh, and we'll just send that to you. Yeah. Direct to email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dropbox it. Drop, Dropbox the episode. But um, sometimes I'll re-listen to the episode and completely forget what we talked about. I have done uh, yeah. yeah, I re-listen yeah. every week because I don't remember what I said. And then I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Without further ado, we've got to get to the people. We do. we got to get to the people. Now, people have been calling in from all over the world. We've been changing hearts. We've been changing minds. We've been changing <laughs> lives, mm -hmm. and I think that we've made the world a better place. What do you think, Will? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah. What I will say is I think Rain is the ideal guest because... Whoa. Thank she you. 
Rainy is very interested in boy drama. I always yeah. am. feel like always. we don't go an episode without a call with something like that. And Goss. Rainy is going to be dialed in. So I, yeah. I say let's take some calls. Yeah. I've witnessed Rainy ask people for crazy guys that didn't exist. Rainy's yep. like, oh my God, did you guys fall in love? Like, and, about and they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no. What? Are you, what? Oh, always. 100% I'm a goss hunter. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I guess people people should know, Rainy, what makes you qualified uh, as a perfect person to sort of change people's lives, change people's hearts, change people's minds? Yeah. Oh. Obviously, we're really qualified. Yes. Right. That is, that's a good question. I think I'm just, what comes to mind is like, you know, I went through middle school already. <laughs> Let's take some calls here. <laughs> Okay, this is, this is the first time I'm doing this, but I'm going to try to do the show from my phone. And if it works, I'll have revolutionized podcasting. If it doesn't work, I'm going to use my computer. Hello? Thank you so Hi. much for calling Perfect Person. We're about to solve your life in every way possible. Now, what's your problem that you need solving today? You're here with Miles Rainey and Will. What up? <laughs> oh my gosh. Hello. This is very exciting. We actually just left a message. <laughs> oh, you did? Well, um, please, yeah. we would love to ex- have you explain it live on the air. Um, and uh, yeah, what's going right. on? And uh, what's your name or what would you like to, to refer to you as if your problem is about some sort of crime? There's actually two of us here. I'm Abby. Hi, Abby. Who's your friend? This is my boyfriend, Don. Abby and Don. Abby uh, and Don, it's so good to hear from you. We love it. We old time lo- lovers. Old time <laughs> lovers. I feel like you don't meet a lot of guys named Don these days. Yeah, yeah. Don's a cool name. It's short for Donald or Donson. Oh, so Don's actual name is John Gun. He's from Korea, but he goes by Don in America. Oh, oh. got it. Okay, cool. Um, wonderful. Well, um, please, what's your problem that you need solving today? So our problem is that we were playing the game Odds Are. While having dinner. Mm-hmm. You guys know that game? Yeah. We were like, odds are <laughs> that uh, the menu will have egg. By the way, one time, this guy who was really hot, but I was dating somebody else, <gasps> I went I went to the MFA with him, and we started playing odds are, and he said, odds are, this is a date. Whoa! That's wow. kind of cool, though. That's a, that's a so confident hot. move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. But I had to be like, zero. You said, <laughs> oh, because you were dating somebody else. Yeah. Damn. But wow. I didn't want, yeah. Well, he, he was devastated. I think he Let's was. Let's call him. Can we call him on the show? Um, anyway, so you were playing Odds Are. <laughs> yeah. And I said, Odds Are you eat this whole clove of garlic. Yeah. Which is really big. Which is a huge clove of garlic. And then he, <laughs> he lost and ate this whole clove of garlic. Yeah. Okay. I've done it. Yeah. I've been there. Uh huh. And you want us to resolve this? No, the problem is that now his breath smells absolutely horrible. Okay. <laughs> we need advice. Let's talk about breath. <laughs> Mm. Well, I have some hot takes on this. Uh, yes, Will. Which is that I don't really care uh, about people's breath. You don't um, care? Yeah. A stinky um, bee is not going to detone you from. Would you make a- out with someone with bad breath? I mean, make- you lean in and it smells like vomit. Well, vomit is not usually what we're talking about. I will also say, like, have you tried brushing your teeth? <laughs> Whoa. That's a really good. Yeah. That's why you have him on. Yeah. That's why yeah. he's freelance. I mean, hey. That's why he's freelance because we can't be associated <laughs> with a scandal. But, you know, um, I will say teeth are, they're very sensitive. They're mm. like, whenever I'm at the dentist and they're like, mm-hmm. I, I remember I changed dentist one time because I went to one dentist and they were like, uh, you have a really deep cavity. It's so freaking deep. And I was like, don't talk to me that way. 
went to a different dentist and they were like, your teeth are so nice. We just got to get your cavity filled. And I was like, I'm going to come here every time. Yeah. This is, and you want that positive reinforcement in the dentist. Of course. And teeth are so like, it makes you feel like it's your fault, but hot take. And by the way, we're going to get to the breath thing. We will. Don't you worry how this, (laughs) this shows a hero's journey. We start, we're going around, we're going around, we're going around. The wise man, wise man. He goes to all the taverns. Uh Oh, the barns closed. Have to have Jesus in the staple. And then, so then anyway, (laughs) you saying the birth of Jesus, like it it meets Joseph Campbell's standard of the hero's journey. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. He went to the inn. No shot. Jesus. Go elsewhere. I don't think it does. So, <laughs> so anyway, but um, uh, yeah, I just think that teeth are something that's very sensitive to everyone's sort of vibe. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, was we, that not good enough for you? I don't know if it was. I, I feel so. Okay. I'm worried about my teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had cavities. One year I had fucking like nine. All of a sudden, I'd never had a cavity before in my life. All of a sudden they're like, you have nine. And it made me feel like I was dying from the inside out. What I, I will rotting. say, this is a this is an admitting thing. This is like confessionals. I don't, I, I, I do brush my, I obviously brush my teeth, but I think it's so Whoa. boring and I hate it. Yeah. And I do, but sometimes I don't do it twice a day. Sometimes I only do it once a day. I'll say this, Rainy. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Sometimes, and it's a nighttime. Yeah. I'm, I'm brushing my teeth every night. Yeah. Yeah. Every Sometimes night. Sometimes in yeah. the morning. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I'll skip I'll skip a lot of mornings. I'm just like, come on. I yeah. have to get up and go, I just did this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We do still have Don and Abby on the phone. And I, I do want to just say. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a quick breath scheme. So, yes. If, have you attempted. The, the toothbrushing, is the breath still bad? Yeah. If so, because this seems like a lock and shut case to me. Yeah, this is an open and shut. <laughs> to be fair, no, we haven't tried brushing teeth. It's okay. been like one minute since this happened. <laughs> so you guys, this is a really urgent problem. <laughs> you called the fire department when you could have tried blowing out the flame. Yeah. You lit a match and called the fire department. It's yeah. sort of what happened That's here. That's us. We're the fire department. And we're the fire department. And I got to tell you, first of all, I don't care if people smell like garlic. I yeah. think it's fun. I think yeah. it's good. Garlic is so healthy for you. It's so good for you. We should all do a oh. garlic challenge right now. I don't oh, have yeah. any garlic here, but I wish I did. It would burn, yeah. yeah. What's but the garlic challenge? Garlic enema? You just eat a garlic. Oh, okay. raw. Like, yeah. uh, I'd eat raw garlic. Was it a clove or was it the whole thing? A clove. Oh, that's easy. Uh, I could definitely do that. I could do it. it. Apparently, it's really good for your gut health. Yeah. Have like, a pure garlic? Yeah, like hippies at Erewhon are always like, go eat the garlic uh, in the morning. It's like there's natural... nothing I love more than Erewhon. Oh my God, me too. Uh, a fancy grosh? <laughs> I cannot get enough of a fancy grocery store. Abby and Don, uh, do you know what Erewhon is? Uh, no. Uh-huh. Mm. Erewhon is picture Whole Foods, now triple it. <laughs> yeah. The price, the ambiance, the lighting. You can get like algae. And the, there, the, to eat the one yeah. on the west side for sure is like where celebrities go. Like if you want, if you come to LA and you're like, yeah. I want to see a celebrity, like go to the west side air one. You'll see like Taylor Goldsmith of the band Dawes buying buying cereal. You can cash Cameron Diaz buying a peanut. <laughs> a single peanut for forty five dollars. Forty five dollars happily. Oh my god, couldn't but be more happy. It is it. the best peanut you've ever had. It's just forty five dollars. It's for just one. expensive. Yeah. yeah, but so yeah, you guys called and I think that it's pretty open and shut. Brush your goddamn teeth. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but yeah, what else is going on? Like, I want to dive into your world a little. Yeah. Bit. When was the last fight that you guys had? Oh Sorry. my god, Rainy's doing here to start a fight. Have you seen co- yeah couples counseling here? What was the last yeah. fight that you had? Remember you were wearing glasses and I thought you had been driving without glasses. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, my uh, sister and I have this was, fight all the time. Is it about whether it's safe to drive without glasses? Yeah. Yeah, he's like raw dogging kind the of. streets. <laughs> is, is driving yeah. without glasses raw dogging the streets? Yeah, it's like, you know, you just, it's let Jesus take the wheel, baby. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But counterpoint, mm-hmm. yeah. raw dogging feels good. Is that the kind of thing that's bleeped on the show? Uh, yeah, that is the kind of thing that's bleeped on the show, Rainy. Yeah. And what, I'm sorry, the, I accidentally hit the cricket sound effect as well. But yeah, Will's always saying stuff like that. Yeah. And it's really, and I want to apologize to Sally and Don. <laughs> Sally? Abby. Abby. <laughs> Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily... Eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you the two minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly, These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rafi's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. And Don, sorry, (laughs) about what Will said because it was inappropriate. I'm just saying maybe maybe if I I'm just taking the the devil to play devil's advocate. Yeah. Uh 
you know, maybe sometimes you w- don't want to see the road and you want to drive with everything's a blur, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Like, it's Sally and Don Draper. That's why you got confused. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mad Men season three style. But I do. <laughs> yeah, I think you got to brush your teeth. Anyway, we got to take some more calls. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. You guys, you guys have a great night. All right, bye. All right, bye. Bye. Yeah, we didn't need to do that one. <laughs> well, but you know what I'll say though? That sort of got the morale back up. I would agree because yeah. it was like this is an easy one. Open and shut. We <laughs> can just easily solve this one. We're calling someone, and their number is four seven. No. Hello. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the podcast where you're perfect and we're going to teach you how. I'm Miles Bonsignore. I'm here with Rainy and Will. What's your problem that you need solving today? My name is Anthony and uh, I might be a little different from your normal demographic. I am a 32-year-old single dad. Woo! Woo! Yeah! 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 Dad, dad, dad. <laughs> I honestly think you might be the oldest person who's successfully called into or been on the show. So I think so. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm I'm glad to to hold that record so far at least. I'll take it. We'll keep yeah. we'll keep a tally of that. But yeah, what uh what what's your issue? Uh Hey, well, let me. What's your problem that you're calling about today? <laughs> well, look, I I'm a, again, I'm an older dude, single dad. I kind of I want to get back out there. I want mm. to meet somebody. I kind of want to to be out and about, if you will, but I'm not, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I got responsibilities. I got kids. I got to make lunches for yeah. school. Mm-hmm. I got to drive my minivan to and fro. So it's just a little different for me. So as a, as a uh, man with a little bit of mileage on him, if you will, how do I get back out there and uh, do it in, a, in an appropriate way? Mm. Well, first of all, we're going to run that odometer back. Okay. You got some mileage okay. on you. Okay. Technically, okay. that is illegal. I just want to. Technically, I, running an odometer back is illegal, but yeah. we're not going to tell. <laughs> we're not telling anybody. But I'll say that, um, first of all, you're 32. I'm 31. So yeah. you're not, you keep I'm talking. 32, yes. Will's 31. My wife is 35. You keep talking about like you're 17. old. <laughs> yeah, Rainy, yeah, <laughs> but we're here to say well, that. Comparative like, to what you probably handle. Yeah. 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 Generally, we're sure. talking to people that are uh, much younger. But, yeah. But I would say 32 is like, I, I all my friends who are 32 are, in, first of all, in LA, no one is getting married. I, I am the anomaly getting married at 28. It's true. That is no one is doing that in LA. And I will. So, yeah, I wouldn't. Mm. I think the more that you have the narrative in your head that, oh, I'm old now, yeah. it's probably going to make it harder. Mm. Like you got to, mm-hmm. you, you know, youth is wasted yeah. on the young. I keep saying it. Young yeah. people don't appreciate what they have. Right. Uh, you and, know who is a d- young dad? Yeah. Paul, you'd probably run. How young? That's right. I don't know. Like 17 or like 25? I know some stuff, but not that much stuff. <laughs> okay. Really I think he was good. like 25. Like oh, he was okay, like 25, okay. 26. But it's this, I mean, this is kind of a tough question, I think. Um, I, no, I, I don't think this is tough at all. I think yeah. you're, first of all, your vibe is great. So oh, you got a great vibe. Great yeah. vibe. That's kind of the hardest Thank part. You. Wait, who, is, who is this voice? I'm sorry. Who is this voice? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> this is Rainy. Rainy's our Gen Z correspondent. Rainy. Oh, <laughs> yes. Boots on the ground, Rainy. What's up? That's right. That's right. Boots on the ground. Honestly, get Thank the handle, so Rainy. At Boots on the ground. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that is really, really good. That's really good. I'm changing it like yeah. when we leave this. <laughs> All right, all right, Rainy. Yes. So, as a Gen Z correspondent, speak to me. How do I 
how do I get out there with the young folks? I don't, I've been out of the game for so long. I don't even know the lingo. So I got to make sure I'm even saying all this stuff correctly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, first of all, I think like being a dad, you know, that's a whole, that's a wealth. You just have to change sort of the narrative, narrativize Mm. your life. Mm. For example, this is totally separate, but it's Mm. because I'm younger, but my friend was a virgin until she was 30, uh, no, 24. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it's so okay. hot. Like, I just tell every single guy I hook up with that I'm a virgin and that we're not going to have sex. And then it makes it really hot. I think you do the same thing with a dad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can call me daddy and it can be real. Okay. You know? Wow. Okay. Well, well that was, yeah, let's, you can call uh, me daddy and it can be real. No. No. Sorry, no. Reject it. We reject <laughs> that. Yeah, we can't. We can't include that. But I will say um, that I think that, yeah, you're a dad. When he did say that's a wealth. Yeah. Which I thought was quite wise. <laughs> yeah. That is a wealth. You're like, yeah, you know, yeah. as a dad, I'm always just sort of thinking about stuff. I'm always sort of read, reading books and, and watching a movie and, and that kind of stuff. And yeah. so I think that you're going to use your expertise as a dad to attract the perfect mate. Are you straight? Uh, how do you identify? Yeah. I identify as straight. Yes. Looking for the ladies, Miles. Looking Beautiful. for the ladies. I think you're going to find a lovely lady. No, I out do there. too. But yeah. let me, can I ask, do you co parent with anybody? Like, mm-hmm. or are you the full time caretaker of your kids? Yes. Okay. No, I do co parent. We have a 50 50 custody situation. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Great. Then, so, yeah. That's the thing is like I uh, last summer I dated a single mom. When I say dated. I mean like she just wanted to bang around uh-huh. and I was like, okay, that's fine. Yep, um, yep, yep. And uh, the <laughs> it's a drinking game. But every time you Will brings up the single around. mom. Yeah, every, yeah. yeah, Will is bringing uh, up the single mom all the time. No, by the I way. am not. <laughs> He's not like, true. yeah, I banged around with this single mom. <laughs> Get it together, man. Look, you're she's, like, she's all a nice person. Person. yeah, she's uh, a nice person. We know she's a nice person. She must be to be around you and your crassness. She was in this position of like, I for a while was like only looking for something not serious because she had had bad experiences. Yep. And it sounds like you want a more serious partner, but you obviously have to sort of plan yeah. around the time when you don't have your kids is like when you, you you have to do a lot of planning are you a planner like you have to sort of okay like this wednesday i it, like i could go on a date like y- yeah. you know like and i honestly just think dating apps are the way to go in this <gasps> situation um uh, miles is <laughs> frowning at me he's upset no no, I think no the, dating app no so on, on the dating app do i put that i'm a single dad I would. No, yeah. no, Don't no even get on the dating apps. Uh, yeah, yeah, throw your phone in the fucking dump. They're canceled. They're canceled. I think that what you're going to want to do is, and I, I've given this advice all the time every day of my life, but whatever your interests are, go to the location that's the a circle around those interests. If you're into comic books, go to a comic book. If you're into movies, go to a movie. Go to a comic if book? You're into a hobby, go to that place. If you're into cooking, go to the grocery store and pick up a honey next to the lettuce. But I think that what you're going to want to do is go out into the world. And by the way, you're 32. First of all, another pro tip. I think that people who are looking for a partner for life may not find one. But if you were just looking to date and you were looking to see and date different people and have different experiences and go on dates and enjoy things, you're probably going to be better off going into things as a casual. Sometimes it's too much pressure right. to be like, I need this person to be perfect. Like obviously you're a dad, so you don't have a ton of time to be like, you know, whatever. But yep. I think as casual as you can make it and the pressure you can take off yourself, I think it's going to go much better. What I would do is like, I, maybe not put it in your profile and then just tell people first Whoa. date, but okay. just say that you're not looking for, I mean, you, you honestly, I, I'm, I'm full 
pro full transparency too. I think you kind of have to play with that. But like, if you just want to play the field, that's one of the nice things about dating apps is that like you can just go on a date. Like you can match with someone, you can go on a date. Like there's you don't have to like go to a comic book store or whatever and like look for or you know whatever Miles just said is totally right. And I think it's maybe a better approach. But it's like if you just want the sensation of going on a date, like a dating app is going to get you there faster. That's true. The sensation. Um, Yeah, that's true. I don't know that you need to disclose being a daddy on the dating app. No, right. I I think in person okay. you do. But uh, like, in person you do. But I think that on the dating app you can just be like like I'm, you know, 6'10, love to lift. And then people will be like, "Whoa, that guy's well, that's very accurate." Yeah. You know what I mean? But then like then you're on the date and you're like, "Yeah, I'm a dad, you know, I'm a dad." Like cuz that's a part of your yeah, life. Right. It's not like a, the definition exactly. of everything about you. Exactly. And I, right. and I and I think that you have to tell people in a in a chill way where like like Miles said to take the pressure down, you're not necessarily saying, "And I'm looking for someone to be to you know, to it like I, I think that, to be yeah. my world." Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you you take the pressure down you but you talk earnestly and honestly about being a dad and I think that people Will actually find that appealing. The long shot. Do you have any unrequited love from high school? Oh wait, wait. If we're going backwards, I do have somebody from like middle school, elementary school. Yes. Yeah. See, there we go. Yes. What? Randy just solved it. Yes. <laughs> the love of your life. <laughs> like I say, what's what's she up to? Yeah. What's going on with her? Like, what's her deal? I don't know. It's been it's been a minute. I just remember. We were at like recess one day. She gave me a Valentine. We dated for a while. Wow. But then she left me from for this other guy in my class. And again, 32 year old and I'm still not over it. So maybe I should look her up. Yeah. <laughs> I think Randy's really nailed into something important wow. here. We've got to get you looking into your past. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> look into your past. Give her a call and say, hey, whatever happened to us? By the way, I'm a dad now. Let's By the way, I'm a dad now. Let's go to Chili's. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Genius. By the way, do you think that a date to Chili's now is that's funny. kind of cool and fun? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Chili's is fun. God, I want to go to Chili's tonight. Like, do you <laughs> want to get like a pretty, like it's indulgent food. Yeah. Like it's big drinks. Fritters. It's like, yeah. Like mm. the, I think Chili's is one of the top level of that kind of chain restaurant. Yeah. So to me, a Chili's date that's sort of ironic, but then you go and you have a good time. Yeah. would yeah. be a really good time. Like anyway. let's go get drunk at Chili's. Yeah. Uh, kind of great. Yeah. I mean, again, there has to be an understanding that you don't like only want to go to Chili's, but you think it would be funny to do that. Get out there and absolutely <laughs> slam it. You're going to do great. And, um, okay. you know, say what up to your kids from us. Thank you. I will. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome kids. Uh, yeah, for sure. Definitely proud to be their dad this isn't a thing where i come to dad kids they just need that that confidence boost as you guys said so thank you this was great advice so much so that if i ever run into dua lipa i'm trying <gasps> to go talk to you guys asap hashtag do a perfect person do a lee perfect person <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the hunt for dua with us hashtag hunt for dua and <laughs> we will talk to you later we appreciate it thanks anthony all right. Sounds good. All right, Thanks, bye-bye. guys. Bye. And just like that, the morale is up again. Well, Rainy, sometimes I like to just put a quarter in your jukebox and just <gasps> see what's going on because something funny always comes out. Oh. What is a problem that you're dealing with recently that oh. you would like us to solve right now? Okay. Here's what I've been thinking about recently. Uh-huh. I think, okay, so let's, in college, I was always like, I want a fuck boy with a heart of gold, which doesn't exist is yeah. what I found. Mm-hmm. But... Now I've gone on a few days with people where I'm like, I think you were a fuckboy in college. Mm-hmm. And now they're kind of sad vibes. Reformed. Well, yeah, uh-huh. kind of reformed, but ultimately they're like, 
can't connect. Yeah. Mm. And I think that... So you want someone more emotionally open, it sounds like. But you want them to be hot and like a fuckboy kind of. Exactly. Yeah. I want like them to be as hot as a fuckboy, but I also want them mm. to be really smart and successful. Mm. But mm. I just, yeah, I've just been sort of thinking what I wish I could tell my younger self is like, wow, those guys are going to be lameos soon. And they're going to be begging, yeah. pestering for your attention because they're sure. desperate for like any kind of human connection. Yeah. Now, that's interesting. You're sort of an anthropologist, yeah. <laughs> but you're looking into the fuckboy ways. Right. I mean, truly, fuckboy is one of my favorite academic subjects. It is. Were you a fuckboy? I don't know. I don't think you were. <laughs> I don't think I was. I you, definitely, you can be slutty without I definitely being a fuckboy. I yeah. definitely dated around. Mm -hmm. And did they, did they always you know that you were dating other people? I, I oh. never. So I never, <laughs> like, I've only had, like, uh, maybe four... I guess since like high school, maybe five like girlfriends Okay, that were like, this is my capital G girlfriend. Yeah. And one of them was my wife. But like I <laughs> dated many people uh -huh. in between that was like, we're like dating. Has anyone ever yelled at you in an intermission of a show? What does that mean? Like has any, like have you made anybody mad enough where they sort of got up in the middle of a show and were like, hey, can I talk to you? What type of show? Yeah, I don't know. Like sort of a like, dance this performance. Like you, this is like a really specific, a really really specific moment that you have. Yeah. What do you mean the middle of a show? Like the middle of like I'm seeing the ballet and they're like, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah. Well, I did that, unfortunately. You yelled at somebody? Yeah, in the intermission. What happened? Well, okay. So this is what happened. Yeah. I was friends with this guy <laughs> who now works at the New York Times Crossword, which is like a really cool job, oh unfortunately. Yeah. But he was, I actually really liked him. He was like, I, I was friends with him. Like I had breakfast with him like every morning for a year. Cause wow. we just, we just ate breakfast at the same time, but I would consider us friends. Uh -huh. And so then one time at fall gala, um, this he, is college? Yeah. Okay. He's, I spun, we were dancing. I spun him around. He spins me around. Whoa. And then he kisses me. <gasps> Magical. I know it was really cute. And then we hooked up like three times, I think. And then off the face of the planet. Just he never goes to you. you. Yeah. And I think after I having breakfast with you every day, yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, that's unacceptable. Yeah, I However, agree. Okay. I do think that you've done that. I haven't done that. Okay, I wouldn't do that. I like because that sounds like also it was a person in your friend group. Yeah, I so I found that sometimes I would get into trouble because <laughs> I would be dating people, mm -hmm. and to me, if you have not had the conversation, and I've learned since the errors of my ways, but back then, I especially believed if you have not had the conversation of exclusivity, it mm -hmm. is to be assumed that you are not exclusive. And I have recently learned that you can be more empathetic than that to people, mm. because it's like you can kind of tell when someone is wanting oh, you more. Can tell. Oh, yeah. you can always I tell. think now my stance is you have to address it yeah. because you're then just hurting the person. And like so, even the person might even just be like, well, I just don't want to like, you know, I can't wait. Right. You know, it's just like, no, you have to be nice to people. And part of being nice is like being honest about, yeah. um, you know, the, if you feel an imbalance, you have to be honest about that, especially yeah. if you're the person who's like clearly dating more people. And then, you know. yeah. And I yeah. would even argue that the most ethical thing to do is to just address it before you yep. even, yeah. you maybe a smooch a little, but then you, you pull back, you, you put want, your yeah. clothes on and you say, well, maybe don't put them on, but you just say, look, I'm only interested in X. If you know that, if you know going yeah. in, I only want to date you casually, mm -hmm. you got to say it before you yep. kissed for the 10th time. You know what I'll say? Mm -hmm. Let's all share a story 
when we were where we were in the wrong. Okay. <laughs> because I think I, I've got I, lots I think, of these. Because uh, to me, because I feel like I've learned a lot as a human yeah. being, especially when you're in college, you're dating around. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's important for people to know that mistakes can be made, yeah. right? And I'll go first because I have one in particular that I still <laughs> feel a little guilty about. Uh-huh. And it's not, it's again, like I think that it was just a lack of communication that really got it. I was kind of seeing this girl, mm-hmm. right? We're dating casually. Like we'd been on like a couple dates and we're not even like to the point where we're like sleeping together or anything like that. We've been on a couple dates. We had like hooked up, you know, a couple times and um, it was all very casual. And I was also casually dating someone else and I was at a party uh-huh. and they were both there. This well, but I didn't know that this other girl that I was dating that was kind of more into me than I was into her at the time. I didn't know that she was there. Man, if she's listening to this, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> she happened to be walking into the party as I was in that party making out with this other girl. She thought that we were exclusive. We had never talked about this. And I felt very guilty. Didn't know till the next day. She calls me and says, like, I need to talk to you. I'm like, it was a really horrible, horrible night, all this stuff. And I felt so bad because I was like, and that sort of, that to me was like a, a switch flipped. And I was like, oh, it doesn't matter whether or not we've talked. Like yeah. you, I think that sometimes in relationships when you're young, you're like, well, she has no right to be mad yeah. because like whatever. And it's like, oh, well, but if someone is upset by something, yeah. it actually doesn't matter whether they or not they have a right to be upset by right. that thing. They are. So yeah. like you have to address that there. And if you're being empathetic, then generally like you don't have to be like, I've done everything wrong, but you can still be like, I wish I had done this differently. Yeah. And uh, did you say that on the call? Like, did you apologize, or were you like, "It's fine. We didn't. We didn't have the conversation." I didn't approach it madly. Okay. I was like, "I feel really bad." I, yeah, I, I'm dating other people. Like, we didn't have that conversation. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know, especially because like I didn't know she was gonna be there. Right. Like, yeah. right. You were certainly not trying That's to like, like rub it in her face. The worst version of that. Like yeah. right. really confronted with like, oh, this is this miscommunication and it's like right in your face. Yeah. yeah. So, but that, and I was probably a, a sophomore in college, but you I know, mean, like I, just like you know, too young to really, I, I totally mm-hmm. feel like you didn't do anything wrong, but it's good that you weren't like defensive about it. And yeah. you know, like obviously she had a bad night. I'm sure she doesn't cry herself to sleep about the, this, there's no way she thinks um, about me ever now. Right. She's doing great. You're, you were a blip in the road. You were just some <laughs> guy. And, and that's the guy. thing. Like, I, but I, I think you do have to strive for if you are dating multiple people, tell the partners, like yeah. have a conversation. Like I just can't emphasize this enough. Like you need to fucking talk about it. Because by the way, after like date three or something, yeah. it's okay to be like, hey, I'm having a ton of fun. I'm not looking for something more than just hanging out with you, but yeah. I really enjoy this. Yeah. yeah. And if that's not okay with them, then you have to be like, you can't just be to eating your cake yes. and be like, no one gets to have any other cake and I'm loving having my cake. Exactly. And the earlier you say it, like nobody's in love with the other person on the first date. They're not really going to no, yeah. care that much. No. So it's not going to be that bad. Yeah, if you it's tell like, it's more disappointing for yeah. them, if, you know, but yeah. again, I think there's also a myth that like women in general like can't have casual sex that yeah. like every woman is sure. out to like get married yeah. and I don't think that's true. And no, I definitely not. The only way you can and this is for all the men listeners uh shout out I don't think there's a lot of them. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of them, the, but we stand. There's a assumption un, for a lot of men that like every woman's trying to get mm. wifed up yeah. and you, you, that's not true. Like the way you, you have to talk about it though. Yeah. Like you can't just, you can't just go along with it until they're like, Hey, Right. You're setting yourself up too. It's also like maybe, you know, and and I think also like that was one of like several situations where then my female friends who were mutuals were like, hey, Come, come on. fucking come on. Like yeah. you probably knew yeah. that she was more into you than you were into her. Right. You have to just be open with this stuff. Even if it's like in legally in the court of relationships, legally, you don't like, you I would didn't, be acquitted. we didn't have the conversation, <laughs> your honor. Therefore I get to kiss whomever. Miles crossed his legs very dramatically. Sort of like Sharon Stone and in basic instinct. Yeah, exactly. Um, like Sharon Stone. I'm not wearing any panties. <laughs> That's what that movie is about. Well, that's when she crosses her legs. I know. But you don't normally wear. Pants. You're a little pervert. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, that was my wrongdoing. Yeah. yeah. But I'd love to hear. I actually feel like Will's is going to be really bad. So I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rainy, I'd love to hear your wrongdoing of the week. <laughs> okay. So my wrongdoing. So this is something that I, I have thought about. Sometimes I'm like, should I text this guy and just sort of like be like, hey, sorry. <laughs> so I was a late bloomer. Mm. So I had my first kiss when I was 18. If freshman year in college. Sure. And it was with this guy and you'll bleep the name, but then keep the nickname. <laughs> Don't say the name then. Okay. <laughs> and we're bleeping the name. Don't say the name. Cause I might forget or something. So his nickname was erection. Off to a bad start. <laughs> Sorry. Why? Why? <laughs> oh, well now I have to bleep it. <laughs> But anyway, you can bleep the whole. You can cut the whole the whole story. You can cut, you can cut me throughout the episode if I don't like care. His name was. It sounded almost like erection. Yeah, exactly. And so he. Okay, so it's you know February freshman year. Mm-hmm. I get a group me DM, and he's like, "Hey, like, what are you doing this tonight?" And I was like, "I'm not. I, you know, I don't know nothing." <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't know nothing. What are you? And so he invited me to his frat party. He had just got recently indoctrinated into indoctrinated. Um, <laughs> indoctrinated into a frat. It's like indoctrinated into a cult. I mean, it is kind of like that. <laughs> it kind of is. Um, to his frat party. So I was like, okay, we drink Malibu in my dorm room. <gasps> yeah. First, then we go to the frat party. I'm the only girl there. They weren't supposed to bring dates to this one. So that was tough. Oh, it was supposed to be dudes only. Yeah, it was supposed to be brothers only. Brothers only. <laughs> but then later the girls came. Are you came. a brother? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so then we were just talking blah, blah, blah. And then I, like, we were in an empty frat room and then he kissed me. And then I was like, hmm, interesting. Because I, you know, you don't know. Mm. You don't know until you know. Mm. So that was sort of enlightening, I would say. And then, you know, went home. That was, you know, that was it. And then... He kept texting me and kept inviting me to the frat parties again. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't really want to go to your frat parties. Like, that uh. was a no go. Yeah. So, but he sort of, I kept saying no, but it was kind of confusing because like it was, um, it was, there was always a real reason that I didn't go. So he kept texting me. And then eventually I was telling my friend about it. Shout out Tom, one of my best friends. Um, and he was like, let me see your phone. And he says, no, thanks, bud. He shows it to me. He's like, good to send. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. So you, so you feel bad about texting him? No, thanks, bud. Yeah. It's very college to me. 
Very college, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I was like, oh, he was actually like pretty hot. He was the fastest boy in New York City. Except then I looked up his stats and he was actually the second fastest, but he told me he was the fastest boy. What does that mean? He like won the regionals for New York. To be the fastest boy in New York City? <laughs> well, that's a competition that we don't talk about enough. So yeah. There's the New York Marathon. You know about that. Yeah. This is There's actually a separate competition called yeah. Fastest Boy in New York City. Yeah, they send 10 teenage boys down the New York City subway to race the J train. That's crazy. And it's a big honor to win. You uh, snubbed the fastest boy in New York? <laughs> yeah, and he was like pretty hot, honestly. And 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 I guess so the regret there. This is not even that bad, right? Yeah, this is like I shared like a a, a woe, a tale of woe, a tale. Yeah. Of, I hurt someone's feelings accidentally, and you're like, I texted a boy who was bothering me not to do that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. I I think well, I think I just regret. Like I was like I should have sort of. Because yeah. I think if I had been free the first time, I would have gone, and then maybe it would have been good. You know, mm. it, it would have been yeah. fruitful. Maybe I would have been married. Did he text back? He said, "Erm, okay." Yikes! Yikes! That's tough. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Will, let's uh, finish it off with a real rough story about you. So I certainly have a number of these. I think that as I've gotten <laughs> older, I think that the communication around this kind of thing is difficult and it's Mm -hmm. something that you have to learn how to do. And I think that people don't, you're not born knowing how to emotionally communicate correctly. Uh Um, And yeah, I, I, the one that comes to mind and this is unfortunately a little more recent than I'd like to admit. Uh, So, you know, but the one that was top of mind for me is that in 2020, mm-hmm. um, I met somebody on Tinder yeah. who lived four blocks from me, and I was going over to her place all the time and having a great time. And I was pretty. Try, I try to be pretty clear in the beginning, like I only want a casual thing from this. Yeah. But she really liked me, and um, clearly wanted more. And I, I we we talked about it. Uh, and, but then there was a point where like, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore because you're the only person I'm seeing indoors. Everyone else is on zoom. I'm seeing you and I don't even like you that much. You said this? No, no, no. That was all in my head. That's all my internal monologue. Got it. But (laughs) then it took me like three weeks to text her and tell her that obviously she gotten the message before that, but I just think that's really shitty. Like I, I could have just said, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not interested End of, end of the story but I and I'm not saying she was like crying herself to sleep or whatever but I know that she really liked me mm-hmm. and I just should have been more like respectful in that in that moment I think also like you can't go you can't enter the dating field without some risk of getting hurt so they kind of signed up when they took you on a first date you know so yeah. like it feels bad but it's also like everyone's feelings are at risk oh you gotta right? feel yeah. bad so you can feel good one day ah uh. That's great. That's a, if, Is that great? That's That's sad. very wise. If there were no storms, there would be no plants. No ri- no rain, no rainbows. That's right. Oh, Damn right. God. You got to have a bad to get to that good. I don't think that's true. <laughs> you got to have the sour to get to the sweet. But I will say on ghosting. Yeah. I think that ghosting in the first parts of a relationship oh, it's is fine and should be allowed yeah. and is a soft pass. Yeah, yeah. It, I like agree. you go on one date with someone from a dating app and they text and they you. Ghost do you, you owe them a text message saying? Well, I mean, honestly, it's more polite to just say, "Hey, I'm, I wasn't feeling it." 
Uh, yeah. But if you don't want to do that, they'll get the message. You don't respond within 24 hours That's saying, fun. yeah, let's hang out again. They know, oh, we're done, yeah, right? We're done, yeah. yeah. Like the message is getting conveyed. I agree. All right. We're going to do a voicemail before we get to the getting real segment. Obviously, people send us voicemails, 424-284-9614. You can call it any time. And we encourage you to. So let's listen to this voicemail from Eliza. Hello, my name is Eliza, and I have recently moved to the Midwest for vet school, and I am wondering how to find a balance between, um, you know, work and life. So finding a balance between, you know, schoolwork and exploring my new home has definitely been an adjustment. So any advice you have on that would be phenomenal. Thank you. So I was going to say, yeah, you moved to a new place. You're trying to do a work-life balance thing. Rainy, you just moved to LA sort of recently. Yeah. You uprooted your life. Yeah. To move across the country. And you didn't really know anybody. It was here. wild. I yeah. mean, what I'll say is I spent, I and I still spent tons and tons and tons of time on the phone. Yeah. But I will say, I think I, I because I went from Denver to Boston for college, I was sort of practiced in that. And I've noticed that my new roommate is not on the phone very much, but he moved from, so he went to college. He's from a little town in Massachusetts, went to college in Boston and then went to Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. And I'm waiting for him to discover the beauties of the phone call. Do you feel like, and maybe I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. Do you feel like you being on the phone so much is preventing you from creating lasting relationships in Los Angeles? Oh yeah, probably. I'm assuming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's like you were like, he's on, he's not on the phone as much. Is yeah. he going out and talking to people in real life or is he just sort of not? No, he, he is going, I mean, well, so he's using sort of dating apps as a method to get friends. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's uh, a, uh, <laughs> it's slash, um, slash a boyfriend, I think, uh, no. or hookups, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I also like very much value long-term friendships. Like my friends who I've been friends with since elementary school, I'm like, I really, really care about that, about maintaining that. Really? You know? Yeah. 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 And I think like, um, yeah. So, I mean, is it, yeah, probably. Cause it's, it's sort of like, oh, I'm not really that lonely because I'm talking to people. Yeah, but right. at the same time, that's not the same at all as being like IRL. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I actually, I think I'm only friends with like one person from K through 12 still. <gasps> really? Like I am like cool with a lot of people. Yeah. If I go back to North Carolina, I'd be like, hey, like let's hang out. But I'm not communicating with uh, on a daily basis with yeah. anybody except for like people I met college po- and post. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I only have like one friend from, from elementary, one friend from middle and two from high school. And yeah. then a, like three from college and my, my, and my sister and my mom. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think like most of my relate, like, yeah, I definitely have like eight year relationships plus is like where I want to be. But yeah, I would just say, don't sleep on, on phone calls. A hundred percent. Cause well, if you need I, to feel known, in I a completely hurry. agree. I yeah. think if you're feeling lonely, like when I was first graduating from college, I moved to Austin and didn't know anybody other than one friend. And I was just, uh, yeah, I was spending a ton of time on the phone with my close friends from college. And now I'm really bad about communicating with my close friends because I've made a, more of a life for myself. I just I think that it is genuinely hard. And I think it takes minimum six months in a new place to feel even remotely settled. Six yeah. months before you even feel like I might have a friend, you know, a hundred percent. And by the way, yeah. I feel like the first couple of times you hang out with a new friend, it's not seamless. Right. Oh, like, yeah. It takes I think that that was a, a problem for me when I first moved to L.A. being like 
oh man, like I, I, I am having these friends and I'm meeting these people that are, I really like, but it's like, they're not like my college friends or like, yeah. they're not like my friends from New York, but it's like, that's not a fair comparison. You mm-hmm. have to spend a long yes. time and then you eventually no, get to the point 100%. where like, I, I couldn't agree more with this. I feel like I've gone to cities and been like, well, I don't have this close relationship that I used to have. Yeah, right. And it's really making me feel bad. Right. But it's yeah. like, no, but that actually takes time. It wasn't like of I was course. instantly close to everyone in college either, you know? So, right. yeah. yeah. I, I also think it's it's definitely lean into feeling lonely. Like, it's okay. To, it doesn't have to, you don't have to feel bad about being alone, you know? Like, you can just feel alone and have that just be a bad six months, you know? And, and if you're a person who, yeah, like, if you if you thrive on being busy and you just throw yourself into your work... I think work-life balance is kind of always hard, though. Even if you do, mm-hmm. it's not a new city, and you you're just—it's always going to be a little bit of a struggle to balance getting that cash. Uh, Got to get that money, and like actually living your life. Yeah. And you know, the, I I made a ton of friends by doing improv. Uh, honestly, probably more friends than uh, than uh, anything else. Like everything else is like. Improv is just such a fucking... Uh, oh, my, I mean, my fucking boys, like my core boys are all people I do improv with. Right, exactly. And I think that, that activities bond you together. And if you are do, if you have a hobby like that, you, you, can, you instantly can be in a community of people, mm-hmm. which is really great. Uh, yeah. Even if some of the improv community uh, <laughs> has uh, some annoying things about it. Sure, yeah, of uh, course. I mean, I don't even do that much improv anymore, but there's, oh, that's where I found but, most people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll also say the uh, a thing about work-life balance I think is really important. Make plans. You're oh, right. yeah. Like, be proactive. Be proactive. Yeah. Be like, 100%. Thursday, I'm going to go do this thing. Yeah. And, and it could just be by yourself. It could be by yourself, but like, if you make a plan that yeah. you're going to the yarn store on Thursday, then throughout the week, you're getting the yarn community on your side. So that mm. way, by Thursday, you've got a whole squad rolling deep to the yarn action. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. do. Or I think actually a really good activity that I've been doing recently with my friend John. Shout out. Huge shout out. My buddy John. We go get a green juice nights where we're the, I guess the um, base thing would to do would be to go get a drink. Like, let's get a drink together. Let's go to, go to bar, get a drink. Instead of doing that, we'll go like to Lassen's, which is a organic grocery store mm. and just walk around looking at the juices and doing bits. And then we'll get oh. a juice that's stinky. We have rules for how to do it, but it's just having an activity like that, mm-hmm. that, is I guess kind of doing something healthy, but mm-hmm. also just it's an activity that you're planning that you're going to go do. You can get excited yeah. about. Well, yeah. that's the thing is like having a plan means you have something to look forward to. And yeah. I think that people are often reluctant to like go to the movies by themselves or like, but like that's fun, yeah, you know, right. like there, even if you don't have the network of friends you want to yet and the support community yet, like you can still make a plan and you can still be like, I know I'm working a crazy five days, right. but I'm going to go to the aquarium. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. The aquarium is going to be sick, even if no one's with you. It's going to be uh, sick as hell, dude. The, yeah, but for me, like my favorite activity is just chatting. That's all I ever really want to do. Yeah, um, like I'll do an activity, but I mostly just want to chat. Um, a, a bar with loud music? Ooh, no, thank you. Too loud. Yeah. I want the bar to be quiet music yeah. so I can do bits. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to have to scream. And if I'm screaming something really stupid, it's like. Like and then I have to repeat it four times before you don't yeah. you hear it and then you don't laugh. No oh way! Oh my man. god, what a nightmare! Yeah, work life balance more like life work balance because you put the important shit first. True. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, we. <Sure>. Been- <laughs> 
<laughs> We've gotten to the end of the show here. Rainy, you've been a fantastic guest. <gasps> Thank you. And has the show lived up to your expectations of what it would be like? What did you think the show would be? And then what did you experience? Oh my gosh, of course, everything and more. If you have a dream of being a perfect person, keep on dreaming. That's wow. a good dream to have. That brings us to sort of a real place. Yeah. And we're going to end this episode with a segment that we like to call Get Real. Oh, and it's all queued up. I have some, I have a get real for you. Did you plan something though? I'd like to hear you. I'm more interested in hearing yours. Okay. Cause well, it is real though. Yeah. Okay. So on the first episode, you talked about grief Yeah, yeah, yeah. and how you're well-versed. Yes. And I want to hear about that specifically from you because you're funny. And I think like yeah. grief, some grief is, I think the worst thing about life. Sure. Now, I will probably do a full episode about this okay. at some point because I think about it a lot. But yeah. Um, I, yeah, when I was about 17, what a reversal, by the way. Uno <laughs> trump card. I'm answering the get real. <laughs> uh, when I was 17, my brother died mm -hmm. and uh, it was horrible, obviously. And I kind of got into a place where I think that grief for a lot of people they flip a coin and it's either going to affect their life in a way where they don't believe in anything anymore mm -hmm. because it's shattering to realize that life is so fragile. Mm -hmm. And I instead was sort of like, uh, I have the opportunity and the health to be able to live um, exuberantly and, mm -hmm. and, and brightly and to be able to do all these different things. And my brother didn't have that opportunity. My brother was, you know, he had cancer when he was six years old. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it went into remission until he was about uh, 22 and then he died. And so I was always sort of like hitting the button again. <laughs> <laughs> I was always sort of like, uh, I'm here mm -hmm. and you never know what's going to happen. You know, like, and COVID was another reminder of that. COVID fucking came, people died. Like, you just have no idea what's going to happen. I, have, I had a friend in college who was hit by a train and died. Like, I've, I've had friends and loved ones go through just insane, unbelievable circumstances that mm -hmm. led to their deaths. And to me, that opens me up to be like, there's no reason to be worried about going and trying out for the improv team or, or doing uh -huh. whatever. There's no reason to be worried about moving to Los Angeles and trying to do something creative. Like any worry you have, you could be struck by some sort of sudden, unexpected nightmare, whether you're at home working at 7-Eleven, mm -hmm. whether you're doing whatever. So yeah. I just sort of always chose to be like, I want to seize everything that I possibly can. Yeah. And um, yeah live that way. What were some of the strategies? Did you try other strategies that didn't work to deal with grief? Um, yeah, sure. Like being angry didn't really help. Uh huh. But like you kind of have to be yeah. at a certain point. Uh, not telling anyone, anyone didn't help. I didn't actually uh. tell. <laughs> I didn't actually <laughs> wrong button. Um, when I first went to college, I didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. And um, my orientation was the day after my brother died for college orientation. Oh. So I went to college orientation and I walked in and the woman was like, you have such a nice smile. And I was like, I feel totally nothing. Because it was just horrible. Like my yeah. brother just died. So uh, I didn't tell anybody until I was on an improv team. And a friend of mine uh, who I went to college with 
Uh, and I always have wondered if she knew this. She like knew somebody that I went to high school with. And I'm wondering if they told her that my brother had died because we were at a group setting. We're all sitting around and I had told none, nobody, including two of like my best friends all throughout college. This was like in November of first, first semester. They didn't know. And so then we're sitting around doing like, tell your life in two minutes so we can all get to know each other. And after I did it, then people would ask questions. And I was like, yeah, that's my life. And she just looked at me and was like, do you have any siblings? And I always wondered if she knew that I had had purposely avoided this like wild life altering event in my two minute life thing. And so I was like, "Uh, yeah, I do. I have a brother, but he died. She was like, when did he die? And I was like, four months ago. So like, I, but I had never told anybody. And so it really freed me a little bit because I think I just didn't want to make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I don't talk about it often. And I yeah. was wanting to, I want to do, I was like, I want to do something about it. I also want to, I'm going to yeah. try to like make YouTube videos, I think in the studio. Yeah. And that was one thing I wanted to do. I want to make yeah. a video called My Brother Died and It Made Me Funny. Like, I think that's kind of a, you know, the Jeanette McCurdy book. Oh, yeah. I'm glad my mom died. Yeah. That's such a fucking grabby title. And it really oh, is good. Yeah. And apparently the book is really intense. Yeah. But, um, but I, I was like, that's a good title. Like, oh, it's, yeah. It gets people in the door. I love your title. I Yeah. Your titles are flames. You have you, a bunch of them. Cock blocked by my dog. Huge for right. me. <laughs> did that do well? Uh, it did. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. all doing well, baby. And by the way, we got some fun stuff coming down the pipe. All sure you perfect do. people out there. Rainy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And I love, um, I'm not sure how I will use that last part of the show. I'll probably yeah. use some of it and then maybe I'll put in a video. I don't know. I'll use something. Yeah. But yeah. That's great. I would also like to just say to the fans, yeah. uh, we love you. We love you, buds. Uh, but also, if you like me have Miles's fire rap in your head uh, about, uh, you know, Oh, ba- uh, mom, uh, me, me and your, your mom, mom with, with a little, little bath bomb. bomb. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in hearing a remix, seeing a video. If Fuck any yeah. fan is interested, um, <laughs> they can send it to the newly created social handles for Perfect Person. There's an Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure there's a Twitter. No, nope. there's an Instagram and a TikTok um, um, for Perfect Person at Perfect Person Pod. I just wa- I want to hear fans like re- like. The stupidest rap ever. The corn guy, whoever did the corn guy needs to do your rap. Yeah, if corn man can do um, <laughs> me and your mom in a little bath bomb, yes. I would be truly honored. Honestly. Um, Rainy, where can people find you? Well, I'm currently it's raining toll, but I'm going to maybe change it to boots on the ground. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> so we'll great. see. We'll see. But yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. It's raining toll and Twitter. Rainy toll. I'm trying to be a little influencer, but I yep. do. You know what? Actually, I'm not even going to say that because I got to put in the work before I even claim that <laughs> energy. <laughs> and you can follow me at W where I do not post. I am not interested. Get ready for Will's big post. <laughs> it's coming in a couple weeks. December 1. Is it? Wait, Will's Will. going to post. <laughs> There's been a couple fire Instagram posts that I've taken for you. That That's you true. Almost, I'd say uh, almost all of my recent Instagram pictures are pictures you took of me. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And uh, yeah, but uh, look out for it. The post is coming down the pike. December 1, man. <laughs> look out for it. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening so much. And um, until next time, go out and get it. We We're got, trying out new catchphrases. Okay, for you. That, that one, we, we, can, we can workshop it. <laughs>
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>